0: The life center, center of life. You find expression and life in Christ. At TLC, discover God. At TLC, discover you. At TLC, discover life. Discover God. Discover you. Discover. be transformed by this message from the life center parish of the redeemed christian church of god hallelujah i want to appreciate the most high god amen i want to appreciate the most high god this morning for the gift of life and the opportunity to be here he's the father of the fatherless and i'm thankful to him i want to thank my father in the lord pastor For the opportunity to be standing here this morning. Church, can we celebrate him? Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Can we celebrate the King of kings and the Lord of lords? The I am that I am, the great and mighty one. Give him a shout and a clap friend this morning. He is worthy of all our praise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, you may please be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. This morning, Our text will be from the book of Genesis, chapter 12. Praise the Lord. Sometimes when you are nervous, you don't even know where Genesis is. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 4. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haram. Let's look at Genesis chapter 22. This time I will be reading verses 15 to 17. Genesis chapter 22. Verses 15 to 17. This is the story of when Abraham had received the promised son, and the Lord tested him and told him to sacrifice the son, and he obeyed. We saw his obedience the first time. When the Lord called him out, he obeyed. When the Lord tested him with that seed, that promised seed, he obeyed. And in verse 15, the Bible says, Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and you have not withheld your son, your only son. In blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven. And as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because you have obeyed my voice. Can we pray? Father, this morning, we want to thank you for your word. We pray your word will have an impact in our lives in Jesus' name. We pray you will open our eyes to see, our ears to hear and our hearts to understand what you have done for us in Christ Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. Let there be a performance of your word. Holy Ghost, over to you. Move in the midst of your people this morning. Let the angels, innumerable company of angels, let them descend to interact with your people this morning. In the name of Jesus, and let your name be glorified. Let souls be saved. Let men be delivered. In Jesus' name, We have prayed. Praise the Lord. Our topic this morning is the blessing. The blessing. We saw how at the time Abraham was chosen, he was a random guy, I guess. There were so many people on earth. And God, so we do not know if he was the first guy God invited into a covenant. We are not sure. Do we know? No. But we know he agreed. And so he created history for himself. Now, this morning, our topic is the blessing. The blessing. We saw the blessing that God spoke into the life of Abraham. And he said, In blessing, I have sworn by myself. That in blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply your descendants. Because you have obeyed my voice. You know, when the New Testament was going to refer to that portion, he said God swore because he found no other person to swore. He swore by himself that by two immutable things, by which it is impossible for God to lie. You know, he performed his word in the life of Abraham. I pray we will get into a level that we will have personal relationship covenants with the Most High God in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So, when we refer to blessing, blessings, what comes to your mind? I want you to think what comes to your mind. Something must have dropped in your mind now, the word blessings. What does it connote to you? Increase, multiplication, Greatness, protection, preservation, health, wealth, you know, multi-generational increase, so many things, good name, reputation, favor, when you speak about blessings, that is what comes to your mind. This morning, I want to talk briefly about the blessing, the blessing upon the life of Abraham. So, we're going to look at one more text as per this blessing thing for Abraham. And that is from the book of Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. I will be reading verses 6 to 9. If you have time, you can read Galatians chapter 3 because it talks about um, this covenant with Abraham. I'm reading 6 to 9. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are the sons of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God will justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, in you, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. So then, verse 9, those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. That was the gospel that God preached to him. That was the way he, you know, he enacted that covenant of blessing. So what was that blessing? The righteousness that was imputed to him the justification, being made right with God, standing in a good relationship with God. That is what was released in the life of Abraham. In Christianity, we call it justification by faith. Abraham had faith enough. Without prior evidence, let me put it that way, without historical documents to back him up, he had faith enough to believe in this God that came to him in a special way. You have all the evidence. You have the history. You have the testament. Faith should be easier for us than for Father Abraham. But he opened the way of justification by faith. Now what we have to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have the blessing. The right standing with God. Justification by faith. He does not make God to look at you as you anymore. He makes him to, should I say, there is a cover upon, there is a cover of righteousness. The Bible says he made him that had no sin to become sin so that we can become the righteousness of God. How do you look at yourself? You are the righteousness of God. And that is the blessing that was upon the life of Abraham. Let me look at just verse 9. I'm still reading Galatians chapter 3. I want to look at that verse 9 in a version that I like. NLT. It says it like clearly. Without ambiguity. You know sometimes KJV, New KJV, it's just like, you know. But verse 9 in NLT. It says, so all who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith. That is how we got the blessing upon the life of Abraham. The blessing that provoked the blessings. Beloved, the blessing is what is upon your life. The blessings are the things we see around you. There's a difference. You need the blessing. You know, a lot of times in the world, people are so, you know, if you're around during the workers' meeting, we have all gotten caught up in it. We want this. We want that. The stress is too much. You know, when you're seeing social media and what is happening in the city of Abuja and somehow... You're only thinking about the blessings. Let me even have money and jackpot. This stress is too much. That's what you're thinking about. But there is the blessing that provokes the blessings. What is upon your life is the blessing. Your right standing with God is the blessing. What you want, those things we like that we discuss, increase promotion are the blessings. In other words, the blessing attracts the blessings the blessings are the small ones praise the Lord the things that money can buy you know those kind of things that makes life comfortable the blessing attracts so I want you to look about I think about it the righteousness of God how did you get there through the blood so maybe You have been thinking this Christianity, I don't know, they're not serious. We are serious. Ah. The blood of Jesus, that precious blood that was shed, it brought to us righteousness. We received it by justification, by faith. You have to have faith in the work that was done. And the blessing of Abraham comes upon your life. The blessing of Abraham will come upon our life in Jesus' name. The blessing brought Abraham into a distinct and unique relationship with God. Abraham had the title, a friend of God. Now, you know, when I read some things in the Bible, it it impresses me. Because I look at my, you know, a lot of us, we are worse than the children of Israel in the wilderness. so We are worse than them, don't let us even review it. But when you look at them, they have a testimony, they have a testament. So, they they did not have those things. We are using them as example. So, we should be better because we have a natural advantage. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. You know, I want to tell you that it is because of the blessing that you got the blessings. It is not because uh, you got that job. That you became blessed. It is because you are blessed you got the job. It is because you are blessed you got that contract. It is because you are blessed you were preserved. You know, yesterday my daughter went into a restaurant um, fast food, and seconds after she entered, there was an okada coming, just hit somebody and killed the person on the spot. Now, she was like, "Ah, if she had come with an Uber, she would not have known what happened outside because immediately she stepped in. And she was like, so there's so many things that God will do, we don't even know. The blessing upon your life makes you to be preserved. The blessing upon your life makes you to be protected. So don't get it the other way wrong, that it is because I'm protected that I'm blessed. It is because you carry the blessing. That's why you are protected. It is because you carry the blessing. That's why what has been happening to other people and it has brought them down. When it happened to you, it did not bring you down because you carry the blessing. You are special. You are unique. You are in a distinct relationship with God. And that is why your life is attracting the blessing. You know, Psalm 23 says something. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. It's not my head. How come? It is the cup in your hand, the blessings that runs over. When you're, when there is an anointing upon your life. So this morning you may be thinking, it's looking like the cup in my own hand is empty. What are you talking about? You may be thinking, what blessings? I'm not seeing any blessings. I'm not. Is it that there is the blessing... He's not, I know I'm a Christian. I know I've been justified by faith. Why am I not attracting the blessings? Why is my life looking barren? Why does it seem as if nothing is working for me? Where is the blessing? And why are the blessings not coming? So I want to say, there are some things that make the blessing to look like a lie. It does not mean it is a lie. God is not a man that he should lie. Those things are just false. They are covering some things, but you have the blessing. One of the things, I'll just list some things that make it look like the blessing is a lie. Beloved, the blessing is not a lie. He has come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The Bible says he has given you all that pertains to life and godliness. The blessing cannot be a lie. So what are the things that make the blessing to look like a lie? Ignorance. The Bible says in Hosea 4, 6, even our pastor spoke about it some weeks ago, my people perish for lack of knowledge. My people perish. You can even be ignorant that you carry the blessing. You may not know. You may be thinking that it is the job that blessed somebody else's life. So you are looking for the job, not the blessing that brings the job. But you carry the blessing. So the ignorance of what you carry can be a problem. It's just like if somebody gives, um, let me say, maybe one of these, if I say Bank of America, of course you know it's in America. But maybe all these Merrill Lynch or Wells Fargo, all those other smaller banks, we don't know. If somebody gives you a check... you don't know of the existence of that bank and gives you like some thousands of dollars. But because you are not aware of the existence of that bank, because you have never been to that place, so your understanding is limited. You Just look at it and say, all these people, scammers. What is this one? Is this a bank? You're not going to bring UBA check for me. Is that not what we say? But does it make it a lie? No. You are the one that is ignorant. Beloved, this year We are not going to be without knowledge. We are not going to be without understanding. At times like this, in 2024, you may look at it and say, oh, it's only Nigeria. Inflation is global. People are struggling all over. Ask the people that have jackpacked. It's not easy there as well. So we need the blessing. Whether we are here or there, we need the blessing. Praise the Lord. So this year, you will not be ignorant. You will go in search of knowledge. You will go in search of understanding. You know, Jesus prayed that their eyes may be enlightened so they can understand. If your eyes are not opened and your ears cannot hear, (laughs) and your heart is dull, somebody will be saying the same thing to you. What can make money for you? You will not catch it. That will not be our portion in 2024 in Jesus' name. Another thing that can make the blessing look like a lie is complacency. What is complacency? Complacency. I've mentioned ignorance. I'm speaking about complacency. When somebody is just okay with themselves, even when a situation is uncertain or dangerous, they don't do anything about it. Now, don't, you know, the beautiful thing is that when we say some things, if God does not open our hearts, we will be thinking of other people. Do not think that we are the ones that I didn't know. I, I don't see myself as a complacent person at all. I always get up and go, I always move. My children know me. You know, but there's a situation in my life that I'm like dealing with. And because the last time I dealt with such a situation was over 20 years, I didn't know what to do anymore. I became complacent and I'm seeing danger ahead. My daughter had to come to the room and say, well, What are you doing about this matter? You're doing nothing. This faith thing does not work without nothing. or you know, get up and do something. So we may think other people are complacent. This morning don't think about other people. Praise the Lord. You know mothers we are always tempted to think about our children's complacency. Today I want it to be focused to be on me as the word is going out. The word is a double edged sword. As it is hitting you, it is hitting me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So complacency. You don't do anything about it. You are hearing. You are hearing. They are doing this so you will hear it. But you will do nothing about it. Proverbs 22 verse 3 expresses it to us. The book of Proverbs chapter 22 verse 3. It opens up about complacency. It says, the prudent see danger and take cover. The simple, when the Bible talks about simple, it's not the way we use it though. It's not a good thing. It is the equivalent to foolishness. The simple keep going and they suffer for it. So let's say, let me give you a brief example. Somebody says, ah, if you are heading out now, Mabushi Express is blocked. They have said it and it's confirmed. You put it on Google map, you see the red. Ah, why is Mabushi Express blocked? Now, the wise, the prudent, we look for alternative rooms. The people accept that is the only way, but in the city of Abuja is not. Some people will even say, okay, let me use the opportunity to go and visit the person I wanted to visit so many so that I can, you know, use the time productively. Some people will say, Oh, this city, only God knows, maybe they have blocked the road and they will enter it. Ah, ah. It is those people that God is calling the simple. In 2024. We will not be simple-hearted in Jesus' name. We will gain wisdom in the name of Jesus. We will not be complacent in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So I've mentioned ignorance. I've mentioned complacency. Number three, because you carry the blessing, you cannot be cursed. No matter any witch or whatever you know, no matter you cannot cost. Let's look at the book of, um, we're going to look at the story, but you know, just some, some verses. The story of Balak, the king of Moab. He invited Balaam, a diviner, to curse Israel. We're going to look at it in the book of, the story, I'm not going to read the whole story from the book of Numbers chapter 22 to 24. So, in your leisure, please, you may read. Um, but for this message this morning, we'll just take some, some verses to help us understand and gain context. Numbers 22, I'm going to read verse 10 to 12, Numbers 22, verse 10 to 12. And it says, so Balaam said to God, God came to ask him, Balak the son, God came to ask um, Balaam and he was responding, that's his response. Belak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent to me, saying, Look, a people have come out of Egypt, and they cover the face of the earth. Come now and curse them for me. So, cursing people with diviners and enchanters is not new. It was in the Bible time. He went to a king, went to employ a diviner. It is not new. But because you carry the blessing beloved, you cannot be cursed. Come and curse these people for me, so that I will be able to overpower them and drive them out. And God said to Balaam, you shall not go with them. You shall not cost the people for they are blessed. Beloved, you are blessed. Let's look at Numbers 23, 20 to 21, 23. Numbers 23, please open your scripture, open your scripture. Hallelujah. Numbers 23, even if it is on the screen, you know. It's good to interact with the scripture. Hallelujah. Numbers 23, 20 to 21. Behold, this is Balaam, the enchanter. Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed and I cannot reverse it. He has not observed iniquity in Jacob, nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord is God is with him and the shout of a king is among them doesn't mean that the children of Israel were perfect. No, they had that justification by faith. They had a covering. He has not seen its iniquity. Because of the righteousness of God you carry, he has not seen some things. Beloved, you cannot be cursed, but you can be corrupted. You cannot be cursed, but you can be corrupted. That was what Belan said. He told Balak, let me advise you. Let's look at it. You know, it's always good when you do scripture in the New Old Testament and you look for the summary, a better view. You know, when you are in the moment, you don't totally understand what's going on. But when there's a summary, it's clearer. Let's look at the book of Revelation chapter 2 verse 4. Verse 14. Sorry. Revelations chapter 2, verse 14. But I have a few things against you, because you have there those who hold the doctrine of Balaam. Who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel? He taught him, do this, you can't cause them, or you can corrupt them. Do this to the children of Israel, put a stumbling block. He taught them to eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit sexual immorality. The corruption came and it looked the blessing lifted, the enemy penetrated. Beloved, in 2024, we no go grieve for corruption. In the name of Jesus. We will not be corrupted. So it is good when we know the devices of the enemy. Because he cannot cause us, he uses other means. But that will not be our portion. We will not be corrupted in Jesus' name. So what will our strategy in 2024 be? Number one, we refuse ignorance. No to ignorance. You will get up and go after the right knowledge. You will not be laid back. You will not just say, whatever we be, will be. That ship has sailed. You will not do that. You will get up and go after the skills you need. You want to go into this area, you are fantasizing and romanticizing a uh, software engineer. It's not going to work. You're just going to be in the realm of fantasy forever. So for you to get it, you need to do something. Do you understand? You cannot remain like the way you were. You need to get up and do something. You know, I always look at the woman at the well that met Jesus. She impresses me personally. The woman that had five husbands, that's a feat, believe me. Is this, there was, why is it that she was the one they used to go and get all the men in the village? She knows something about men you don't know. Yes. We're not talking about the morality of her situation. You only need one husband, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Learn some things from the people that have been able to do other things that are higher than you. Now, sometimes you may get close to someone and see that the skill they are using, you, will, you don't want to use it. You step back. You change direction. Sometimes you say, oh, this is a mentor. This is a mentor or whatever. You see, oh, how did this person achieve such greatness? You see sharp practices. you like, no. You look for another mentor. But don't sit on any high horse in year 2024. You know nothing. You are like what I was told. You are like unconsciously incompetent. You know, the trainer told me that when you are consciously incompetent, it is good because you know you don't know. When you are unconsciously incompetent, it's a problem. I don't know how to cook jollof rice and I don't know I don't know. So I cook concussion and I call it jollof rice, that's a problem. So instead of me to go on YouTube and say, Nigerian naja jollof rice, or if I want to tantalize my husband, Ghanaian jollof rice, I will say, I know how to cook jollof rice, oh, not in 2024. You will go after knowledge. In Jesus' name. We will not be complacent. We will get up and go. You know, after my daughter spoke to me, I actually started to walk. I called my brother that is younger than me and knows those things. I said, please help me. Oh. I called my husband. I said, help me. I don't know how to do it. It's been a long time I did it. You know? And people started helping me. Cry out for help. Don't be complacent. You, don't, you are not God. You cannot know everything. But get up and do something. Be proactive. That is the optimal stage, proactiveness. In case you cannot be proactive, at least be reactive. You hear there's traffic, turn back. You see down there, there's a problem. Be reactive. If you cannot be proactive, at least react. There is danger coming on, you are still running towards it. What? Not in 2024. You will not be complacent in Jesus' name. You are going to work hard. You are going to work hard. You are going to work smart in the name of Jesus. I want you to realize that every blessing you have received from God must be maintained. It must be maintained. In 2024, you need to propose in your heart that you will put in your best with God, in your relationship with God. Now, there is something we do. You can be corporately related to God. But what about individually? It is the prayer of the church that is covering you. You need to do more in 2024. Get up and pray. Set an alarm and pray. And you know one thing I love about prayer? You cannot approach prayer. Maybe the first day you can pray with arrogance. But if you are truly praying and seeking God, your arrogance must disappear because you cannot go into the presence of that great being and be the same way you are. The first thing that prayer does is to change you. Before it begins to change situation, so what is change? My enemies change them. Change them. It is you. We need to change first. You know, I went to see my daughter in school yesterday. One teacher passed. I don't like her. One teacher passed. I said, "Ah, you are the one that has the problem, oh. If you don't like everybody, it is you, oh." Yes. Before we start looking at, they didn't do this. They didn't do that. They didn't do. This. What about you? Get up and do something on yourself. The hardest work you have to do is on yourself, on your character. When we see Christians that have anointing without character, it is repulsive. We want the character of Christ to show. We want the anointing to come with character. Pray. Set your alarm. Pray. Sometimes it feels like the heaven is closed. Pray. Let God see your your consistency. You know what the Bible says? He will seek if you seek me with all your heart you will find me. Read the Bible. Sometimes I'm reading the Bible, it's looking like Greek. So actually, I'll be like, ah. It's like I've been shut out. I will read, God Jesus, we are doing life together. You cannot shut me out. Tomorrow I'll read it again. Next tomorrow I'll read it again. I'm not understanding anything. No. After some time, the heaven will open again, I'll begin to understand. This is not the This King James Version says, go on you version, Do something. This We don't even understand it, Daniel's is there. International Children's Bible is there. We understand it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Intentionally study the world. Don't be like anyhow in 2024. Hallelujah. Put the best in your family. Don't be among the generation of people that use their best outside. Everybody outside thinks you are a great guy. At home you are a tyrant. Not in 2024. Everybody, your bosses love you. I you always, you know, I was in Sunday school class one time and the men were like angry with we women. I had to check my life. He said, we'll be greeting pastor. Good morning, sir. We cannot greet our husband like that. I said, ha, this man, what they are looking at, God will help us so Maybe that's what the woman at the well, she knew. That me, I don't know. You understand? This year, give your best to your family. Put in the best. Work hard. Adam, when he was put in the garden of eden before the fall he was told to tend and keep the garden that you have received the blessings does not mean you will not maintain it does not mean you will not work hard on it you can't be doing anyhow you just cook any kind of food in your house you don't manage it like that. nobody's managing it that she passed. they are eating somewhere just to tell you praise the lord put the best in your marriage be intentional about your spouse just serve this person. Serve your children. Let them say, ah, my mommy, whenever she has money, we know in this house. You know? It'll just be buying, buying. I just say that she surprised you people. You know, do something. This is 2024. No grief or mediocrity. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Put the best in your service with God. Put the best. You see, the problem we have is we benchmark against low things. If the highest pulpit you have seen in your life is like this, you will think it's the best. But the world is global. You know, the people that impress me, I love Americans and the way they do their things. Now, U-Version is a department in a church. It's hosted by a department. I don't know how many of you use U-Version on our Bible. Go and look for it. That's why you are not uh, knowing many plenty of versions. Go and look for U-Version Bible app. Download it. It is a department in the Life Church. They have over 500 million subscribers to that free app. When last I looked at them, there's this lady. She's a Christian, American Christian black speaker, Nona Jones. She was working for Facebook Meta. Now she is working for YouVersion. People are using their skills, the best of themselves for the service of God. You are doing your own anyhow. It will look like you don't have the blessing. Your ignorance is actually at work. In not it 24. Give your best to God. They have taught you some skills, some training. It is in church you should start using it. I, I didn't know. You go and read marketing books, marketing strategy. You want to do evangelism, you look at it. It is the same Jesus we are preaching, but you cannot bring Jesus in a Volkswagen anymore. You need to bring him in a G-Wagon. That's it. So you'll be saying, yeah, we are doing it. this under the tree. It's not going to, you're not going to see anybody. You're under the tree by yourself. 2024 will not allow people to come you got to change. you got to change. In this year, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your minds. If it's the work of the ministry, do it. Be instant in season and out of season. Let Jesus see you and be pleased. We are going to the same heaven, can I take you whence? What reward will you be? Complacent reward? Is that the one you want to go and take? No. We have the time now. We don't have about tomorrow. Purpose in your heart, 2024 must be different because I carry the blessing. So some things must change in the name of Jesus. I want you to realize that there is a timing with the things of God. So sometimes things are not working the way you want them to work. It does not mean the blessing is a lie. The Bible says he makes all things beautiful in his time. He has the complete schedule. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. God is never late. He is just on time. I want you to note the provocators in your life. You know them. <laughs> All those people that are cynical. <sighs> I'm going to judge again. How come you cannot pay your rent? Church people. note them. They are agents that God will use to take you to the next dimension. They are the ones without. Imagine Hannah and Elkanah married without Penina. Samuel may not have come. Because Elkanah loved his wife. Am I not better to you than ten sons? Thank God we have Samuel. Praise the Lord. For your Samuel to come, let your provocators push you to the place of prayer. Don't fight back, don't lash back at them. Let your character come forth. There are some things we just swallow it. That is Christianity. Too. One day I called something, something happened to me. When I got home, I called my friend. I said, ah, I understand when they say mumu for Christ. Today, I do mumu. Sometimes you will be like that. Because she will just look at it. It's not worth it. It's not the time to go back and say, cancel them, cancel, ah, 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 ah. Don't cancel anybody. The provocator has a role in your life. The provocator has a role in your life. A gateway to the next dimension. And God will take you there in Jesus' name. Without Goliath, David would not have been known. Do you understand? Because he just catapulted him. That small guy. Just said, Who is he? You know, mocking the tribes of Israel. When they mock, they are whining you to get up, get up. Beloved, I want you to watch your tongue in this year. Watch your tongue. There is a blessing upon your life. Or oh, you have to watch your tongue. You know why? Jacob, Jacob enslaved himself by himself. He carried the blessing. We all know. Why would somebody that carried the blessing? When your father was marrying your mother, he did not even go for the wedding ceremony. They sent gifts and brought wife. You are the one that I want to serve for 14 years. What is your problem? It's not. This is not the time to do that. Too. The blessing is upon your life. Don't use your mouth to enter into wrong convenance. I will serve seven years. Love is doing you anyhow. Open your eyes. 2024. My youths in the house. Hallelujah. Love is not going to do you anyhow. Open your eyes. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. I want you to know that the blessing is for generations to come. It is beyond you. There is a generation that is waiting for you to be blessed. So that you can make an impact in their lives. So in 2024 you will get up. And do the needful. So that the generations can be blessed. And God does not forget. Even when you think he has forgotten, he does not forget. The covenant he kept with Abraham, he still remembers. And he linked us to be seed of Abraham. So you think you can do something for God that God will forget? No, he cannot forget. When you enter into a covenant with God, I've entered into a covenant with God maybe 30 years ago. I forgot. In fact, plenty. He's reminding me, praise God. I forgot, but he did not forget by virtue of my blood group i'm susceptible to some things i was always sick you know i was schooling every primary school secondary school everything when it was time to go to university we will not leave lagos only you lagos 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 so i had to go to ife my mother was worried sick (sighs) this child that is always sick how will we do it i entered into a covenant i forgot later i realized that is something yes the covenant is still in force God will not forget. Do his work. Please him. It is your generations will enjoy your legacy. Praise the Lord. The Bible says the endless expectation of the creation eagerly awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. There is a generation awaiting your manifestation. 2024 is not yet to sit down. You carry the blessing. That is the word of God for you today. You carry the blessing so things must begin to fall in place for you beloved there's no room to fear in 2024 because we cannot be caused because we carry the blessing except you haven't been justified i will read one last scripture galatians 3:29 we have it If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and his according to the promise. If you belong to Christ. As we bow our head this morning, as long as you belong to Christ, you have the blessing. Except you do not belong to Christ. So that means the justification by faith is not in place. I want you to examine yourself. This is your life. Your world is different from my world We both live in the same place But your world is different from my world Your reality will be different from my reality Because I carry the blessing So if you do not carry the blessing If you are not of Christ I want you to bow your head and put your hands up And say, Jesus, this morning I choose to identify with you And if you belong to Christ Tell him, Lord, enlighten me further My blessing must begin to attract the blessings. The blessing. If you don't belong to Christ, if you are not sure, you are justified by faith. Can I see your hand up and just talk to the Lord? Father, I want to be related to you. Ushers, can we just, just, just look around? I can see a hand up. I want to be related to you. Anyone whose hand is up, Lord, please help me. If your hands are up, can you take a bold faith, a bold step, and identify publicly with the risen Christ? I want you to get up and come if you have received a card this morning. Come to the pulpit. Come to the pulpit. Show your love and affirmation for Christ. Come to the pulpit. We all had this work at one point or the other in our lives. We all came to Christ at one point or the other. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Can we just pray for them that the lord will save their souls and write their names in the book of life in jesus name if you gave your life to christ there's somebody at the back will lead you please you can go you can go and with, can, with the rest of us can we be on our feet this morning as we speak to the lord and ask him the blessing upon my life i have the blessing i have the blessing i have the blessing help me O oh lord let my life show forth your blessing. Thank you King of Glory and eternal Rock of Ages we are so thankful we are so grateful that you have done so much for us and there's still so much you want to do. The Bible says eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has he entered into the heart of man what God has reserved for those that love him but it has been made known to us by the spirit. Thank you because in 2024 you are reassuring us that we carry the blessing so there is no need to fear because you will preserve us you will protect us and we will fulfill purpose. In Jesus' name we pray. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. We'll be glad to have you worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m. and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. God bless you.